0: Welcome to Porn & Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast. Bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Kopita and Thomas Gavhelen.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to Porn & Coffee. My name is Thomas Gavhelen and uh, I'm from Bowtie Digital. And with me, as always, my one and only co-host from the Lone Star State of Texas. Called that. That right? is correct. Jay Copita from WhyNot.com. That <laughs> is
2: absolutely correct. We are known as the Lone Star State. Dude,
1: we're like up to 50 episodes now. Who would have thunk it, huh? Yeah, this is episode 49. I don't know if we have anything special for episode 50, but we will see
2: that's the beautiful thing about doing radio we can record stuff and we can switch stuff around so in actuality we could actually say it's a certain date and no one would know the difference either way we're doing it and it's happening
1: it's happening absolutely i'm very proud to have done uh, uh, almost now 50 episodes together with you uh we're gonna have a little in-betweener Let's call it that we're gonna have yeah. a little in-betweener this podcast and uh, we're gonna have um only me and jay talking there's been a lot of things happening since the uh, last time of course jay had his first trip to romania there was like a bunch of conferences here going on we're gonna talk a little bit about why not i not we're gonna talk about why not awards (laughs) and uh yeah a little bit what's gonna uh, going to happen uh in the upcoming episodes before we do that uh, what do we need to do jay
2: uh we need to give a little shout out to our sponsors and as you always say it sounds a little bit like
0: this Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites and Nutaku.net. N U T A K U.net. To promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Okay, and we are back. Thank you for
2: joining us for this edition of Porn and Coffee. And today we are going to be celebrating us. As uh, you heard in the intro, we've got some stuff that we want to talk about and recent events happening in the industry. Uh, I definitely want to talk about uh, Thomas's new company, Bowtie Digital, also talk about the upcoming Why Not Awards, and uh, definitely our excellent adventures in Romania. Now, Thomas, you've lived in Romania for, what, about six months now,
1: maybe nine months? Six or nine months, yeah. I could yeah. I could have made a baby, and it yeah, would have six, been six, born nine. now.
2: Yes. Yeah, around sorry. You, you've probably left a lot of potential babies there. Uh, so. <laughs> so many wasted snow.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. You've made God mad.
2: So anyway, I, I met Godman. <laughs> I had the pleasure of visiting Romania for the first time yeah. back in uh, late May of 2017.
1: It was Bucharest summit, and yeah. it was also uh, the AW summit, right in uh, Mamaya. So exactly. that's uh, that's the reason you came. That was the reason
2: why I came, and uh, you know, another big reason why I came as well is because I was the only person from Why Not that attended, and since there were days off in between. And because uh, Thomas is uh, definitely one of my best friends in the industry, you know, I also had an opportunity to, you know, kind of see how he lives. I stayed at his place for a while. Very nice executive-like style apartment towards the north side of town. um, Got to hang out with a lot of different people, do a lot of things, and uh, had a real blast. I mean, it was a very eye-opening experience. I didn't know what to expect. And uh, believe it or not, several weeks later, I'm still kind of, sort of feeling the effects from all of my uh, antics there. It's uh, yeah, it's been crazy. (laughs) But then again, it's also been like 100 degrees here every day in Austin, and uh, you know, I'm just. You're getting sick very easily, though. I know it's it's that old age thing, man.
1: Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> so now, but what do you think about Romania? I mean, for people that haven't been here, like uh, if you if you say like the two two countries that there is a lot of there is conferences that people are like a little bit scared of, it's probably Romania and Colombia, right? Yeah, probably because like they they don't know. I mean, there's like countries that you probably can read up on, but it sounds like okay, there's probably a third world country bloody bloody but yeah. you're when you came to to bucharest i mean there is no sign of that at all no
2: No, nothing at all. I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, a cab driver ripped me off, but honestly, you know, I was never in any kind of danger ever. Felt safe there all the time. You know, everybody for the most part spoke uh, English. Certainly, you know, the younger crowd and the more technical, you know, anybody in our industry, pretty much everybody spoke English. So, I mean, I felt very at home there. Everyone was nice. Everyone partied their asses off. So, it was definitely taking things to a higher level there. And uh, the internet there was like lightning quick. So if people even remotely think about Romania or Bucharest as third world, you know, they're, they're crazy. I mean, the internet's better there than it is here in fucking Texas.
1: Yeah, we keep complaining about your internet access and uh, how, how slow it is and all the hurdles we have with this podcast because of it. But uh, <laughs> tell us about your uh, taxi rip-up story. I mean, that is like a welcome to Romania moment and uh, of course, everybody that is here and probably have gone here, knows that this shit is going on. And that's why yep. we, we never deal with it. But you, you had a little blank moment, let's say.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, now that I'm talking about it, I'm starting to get pissed off again because it was such a <laughs> stupid, dumb mistake. I mean, come on, I've seen it, not at all, but I've seen just about everything. And, you know, to fall for something stupid like that, it's just, it's really goddamn aggravating. Bottom line is, we were at a party, I believe it was, uh, it was at the opening night party. So I was still very jet lagged, very, very disoriented. Um, but you know, I'd only been in town for God, not even what, 10 hours, eight hours or something like that. Went to that party or maybe it was the next night, but either way, bottom line is I wanted to get back to the hotel and I'm the type of guy that when I want to leave, it needs to happen right now. It was like four in the morning as well. And I was freaking annihilated and jet lagged and you know, didn't even know my fucking name. So they're at this venue. I have no idea where we're at. I need to leave. There's a bunch of cab drivers talking and I say to them, yeah, I need to go back to the hotel. And they're like, okay, that'll be a hundred, a hundred Ron, which is about $25 us, which is probably about triple
1: of what I should have been charged. So that trip that you should have paid for, I mean, that should have been something around, uh, 10, between 10 and 20 lei. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So yeah. I, uh, you know, I knew it. I looked at the guy. I'm just like, uh, that's, yeah. And he's like $25 US. So he was being honest about that. And I knew it. And I'm like, you know yes. what? Fuck it. Because I'm the type that it's like, if I need to pay to just do it, then fine. Whatever. So anyway, we get to the hotel. And I'm fumbling around for money out of my pocket. And I gave him what I thought was uh, uh, 100 lei. Or 100, yeah, 100 lei. And as I'm getting ready to leave the cab, he's like, hey, wait a minute. And I look back at him. And like, literally, his hand hadn't moved. And he's holding a 10 lei in his hand, not 100. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you only gave me 10. It's 100. And I look at it, and I'm looking at my money in my pocket, and I'm like thinking, no way. This guy just like did a quick switch or something. So reluctantly, and also, I mean, I could have probably made a run for it. But I mean, I don't know who's in on it or getting arrested or any of that shit for like another 25 bucks or something. So I didn't really want to deal with that shit. So I reluctantly pulled out another 100. Yeah, because it turned out to be another 100. Gave it to the guy. And By the time I got to my room and pulled everything out of my pockets and... Became a little more coherent. It made me, yeah, realize that I gave this ass clown 190 lay for a fucking cab ride from the venue to the hotel. So when i was he said was, and done, I, he was kind know, enough to give you the ten back. Yeah, I was probably <laughs> tossed for you know the equivalents of about forty to forty-five dollars U.S. Uh, yeah. Which you know, it's like if they're gonna do that shit, obviously he needs it more than me. But uh, the fact that I fell for it was annoying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah. the rest of your experience were pretty good, huh? They were all awesome. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Good food, good drinks, yep. good parties. Everything yeah. was
2: excellent. Everything was top notch. Um, yeah. You know, that was just my impression of Bucharest and, uh, yeah, and the people. I mean, let's put it this way.
1: I'm definitely coming back. There's absolutely no question about that. Yeah, I'm so glad you liked it. I mean, you can probably also see a reason why I moved down here. I mean, it, it's really like for a guy like me, I, I really love the the people here. And also the, the cost of living, of course, helps a lot. The weather helps a lot for me as well, compared with 15, maybe even less now degrees in Norway. And uh, my hometowns are a new record for the most rainy days in the summer. So oh I'm like... <laughs> Well, like, okay, because I
2: know that things tend to be more expensive in Norway as far as like your uh. basic cost of living. I mean, is everything cheaper across the board? Like, I mean, we're talking food, rent entertainment general utilities and expenses is everything cheaper there
1: I will say yes and no so meaning that you will find stuff here that probably I mean you but you wouldn't do this in Norway right because of the cost of it but you can buy a champagne bottle to for 2500 euros if you want right yeah yeah, yeah. you can go to a club and do stuff like that and you could have done that in Norway as well but it would be stupid in any way like it depends on, on what you want to do, right? And um, there is restaurants here that are really high-end and, uh, and expensive. But, I mean, you can probably find that also in in, uh, in Norway. So uh, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. I mean, there's both sides here. But the, the regular cost of living, the regular thing of, like, going to Starbucks and buy a coffee or going to the store and buy a can of uh, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. stuff like that is, is way cheaper than yeah. in Norway. You know, I got to so say the regular living. Yeah,
2: regular living. Yeah, because I mean, I got to say I was, you know, really, first of all, I was very pleased and uh, happy that you had the time to be able to take me around. I mean, we went to parties together. We went to the mall. We did some shopping. You took me to the yeah. old town area. We walked around some government buildings. And uh, for the few days that we had in between the show, Uh, we covered a lot of territory. It was awesome. And I mean, it totally enhanced my experience because, I mean, otherwise, you know, I mean, yeah, granted, I know a lot of people who are in the studio part of the industry who live in Romania and could have found something Mm -hmm. to do, but it just made it so much better this way. And then, you know, we took that ride together uh, out to uh, Mamaia, it was a lot easier
1: for me, you know. So next year, uh, hopefully you can uh, spend some some more time and then we can go out for some castle hunting and watch and see, you know, Dracula castle and stuff like this, you know. But that, it takes <clears throat> some planning and some timing after after a show. So, but uh, it's definitely worth it just to get some more exactly. culture. The, the countryside of Romania, like up north and stuff, is very beautiful. So Yeah, so
2: I've heard. Well, let's, let me ask you this, because uh, you were talking about, uh, well, actually, no, I, I, what I want to talk about is what w- your experience was with hosting the AW Awards and that amazing video that you put together that opened the AW Awards. You know, it was, I, that was a great experience. You're a really freaking good, good host of, a, of a, an award show, dude. Yeah, thank you so much.
1: I mean, uh, first of all, then, how, how do you felt that that award show, I mean, you know, award shows, you have your own award show, but the award shows in itself, I mean, it, mm-hmm. first of all, it's a hurdle to organize it. And second mm-hmm. of all, you know, it's going to take a while. So it's yeah. like four hours, bankers for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of pitfalls, of course. But how do you felt that that show was compared with the rest of the, the, the award shows in the industry?
2: Yeah, I've attended a lot of different award shows in the industry. Um, you know, I mean, I really enjoyed the Bucharest Summit Awards, and as far as like the wow. AW Awards is concerned, it felt very comfortable for me even though it was my first time there. It certainly mm-hmm. didn't hurt that uh Alexandru and Al- Ex- and Alexandra gave me the opportunity to do red carpet interviews. The ambiance was very nice and it was I don't know, it just it felt familiar because it was kind of sort of similar in format to the way I run the Why Not Awards, but different yet at the same mm-hmm. time. Just it was a fun time. I mean, at no point was I like, ugh, let's get this over and move on. You know, that's yeah. always a bad sign. And it was not the case at all here for anything.
1: Now, things are running smoothly, I felt. Uh, and uh, it's, it's really hard to do that. And also to keep, you know, the entertain- and entertainment through the whole show. Because there's a bunch of awards, and uh, I mean, I felt uh, I feel uh, always very comfortable on the stage. I don't know if you talked about this, but I was a stand-up comedian for for three years, and um, have a lot of uh, conferences behind me. that I organize myself. So the social summer and social winter, we call them in Norway. So always being on a stage presenting stuff and and stuff, for me, it's it's very nice and very fun. The show is not about me, you know? I'm just there to present. And then the rest of it is just like the people that are going to have a hard time on stage is the people that actually need to... Thank people for the award. That is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because they are not used to be on, on a stage, maybe. But yeah, we had a lot of fun time. I created a character uh, which I really wanted to do. Uh, mm-hmm. That was called Tony the Pony. Yeah. So since it was an award show uh, mostly, I, I really wanted to to build something around that and have fun with that character. Yeah. So we tried to make Tony the Pony. Uh, He was supposed to learn how to be a camboy. I was co-hosting it with uh, Nikki Knight from CAM4, which of course then is uh, a cam coach for CAM4. So she Mm -hmm. was teaching me a lot of stuff and d- during the show we were playing with this so we had an intro video and then we had uh, me through a, trying to do a solo show not succeeding and then I was very happy that we came up with the idea where we can do a, a group show or um, uh, two people in, in the same room and uh, you appeared <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> um, an amazing experience man and I promise everybody if you haven't been there and haven't seen the video we, I'm, I'm doing something with this whole thing so it's gonna get out there uh, I just don't want to release it just to put it out there Uh, but I'm going to do something with it so that it makes sense because taking it out of context that doesn't make any sense so uh, seeing one and one video out of context doesn't make any sense right so yeah we had a brilliant uh, Mm -hmm. brilliant way of entering the stage where this is um, Alex and Alex's team and that had most of the idea for for this part basically ends up uh, me sitting in a taxi trying to get the taxi to Mamaya. And uh, there is all sorts of people showing up in the taxi. We even have a live chicken showing up in that taxi. And I was like, where the fuck do you guys find live chickens? And you just buy them in the market, apparently. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> For less than a taxi drive. <laughs> so yeah, right. that was fun. And I'm just like running through basically the, the, the screen where everything was shot, uh, shown on. And that's how we saw the show. So um, a lot of fun. I will say, though, the hardest part of that show... Is that cam models, uh, cam guys and uh, cam boys and cam girls often have a little bit strange names, you know, because they have the nicknames and they yeah. they write it in all different ways. So when they come up on the screen and you're supposed to read them, it's like, how do you pronounce that? I yeah. mean, cute, cute with a K and an H. And it's like, what? I don't know. So that is the hard part, you know, trying to pronounce people's right name without, like, uh, making them feel bad, you know. You want to make everybody feel good and appreciated. And one of the cool things is probably to hear your own name, you know, being read out. And that, I think, I I didn't do that well on that part.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, one thing that's uh, good to do before a show is to kind of, you know, rehearse through what you're going to have to read and what you're going to have to say. A lot of times, a lot of the stuff is off the cuff. Um, you know, you might have a script, you might have some ideas, but if the situation doesn't call for it, I mean, you totally understand that as an entertainer and as a performer for, you know, several years, that something that might seem like a great idea written down on paper, uh, might not be right or might not be ready for the very situation that you're in. Um, yeah. You handled it deftly. I mean, it was, it was very smooth and, uh, uh, you know, let me ask you, given your your past experience as a stand-up comedian, and I mean, I was an actor for a number of years as well, um, mm. is this something that you offer as a service uh, through Bowtie Digital? Uh, I guess, what are some of the things that you're focusing on uh, as to why uh, people would uh, be able to retain you for?
1: I don't know if uh, award show host is one of the services that you can... Put a new basket for my website but uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's not it but we try to create something there and um, basically what what I offer is is marketing help um, business development and uh, and branding I mean these are the things that I'm very passionate about um, my experience from um, being a publisher before and uh, also being uh, working in mainstream marketing uh, agencies, and also uh, with my uh, experience in plug rush, uh, with uh, running a traffic network. these are the, the stuff that I'm having in my backpack. And uh, all of this experience, I try to to help people um, as best as I can. So I was part of AW Summit's team with the marketing part. Uh, we did a lot of cool things, I believe, in, uh, regarding to the digital marketing and the digital branding. It was very visible in, in their face, on their Facebook pages and, um, and anywhere else. And we also did some cool viral stuff that we, we got off there with this uh, one video where people were lip syncing to, uh, yeah. to one this Sire song. Yeah, it so was that awesome. thing was cool. Totally. Yeah. So no, basically that's what I do. My biggest client at the moment is ever advertising. We are now doing a lot of stuff there with error advertising with the building a new front end website. Uh, we are building a new user panel that is soon finished and uh, definitely have a lot of things to get shown in September uh, with error advertising. So that will be fun to see how people react to that. Awesome. So yeah. But I also work on my, uh, my own projects on the side, of course. And I'm developing now two products for the cam industry. I don't want to say too much. Uh, we have uh, written some NDAs um, with the people yeah. involved in it. But it has definitely something to do with traffic, something to do with the cam models earning shitload of more money and even better branding for them. And uh, the last one is taking care of uh, selling more privates. So if anybody are interested in any of those things, I got you covered. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, good
2: for you. And I'll definitely be seeing you in September. Will you also be, you'll be in Amsterdam too, right?
1: I will be in Amsterdam uh, for sure. And I also will be in Prague. And uh, oh, so. definitely will uh, will be a new award show. When is the award show again? Uh, things are running a little bit earlier this
2: year, so it'll be September 15th, which yeah. is a Saturday. That'll be happening for the Why Not Awards. At this point already, I think I've got 15 sponsors, and I think I'm already at close to 300 dinner seats sold and that's no bullshit. So how how many can you take? You're like that
1: room is like four, 400, 450.
2: Uh, it is. If you include the balcony, it's probably comfortable to have about 400 there 425 tops. The floor itself can fit about three. I mean, it says 400 that you can fit on the floor, but that's if you're really cramming it in and, uh, yeah. the way I like to do it with the spacing, because once you get in the very back, the seats aren't the best, but you still, no. you know, you're still on the floor and you still get the food and the, the open bar and everything. So I usually limit yeah. the floor to about 360 and fill that up. And then whatever we get in the balcony. So we're looking at about, yeah, a minimum of 400 this year. And right now we're already at 300.
0: Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net. N-U-T-A-K-U.net. To promote the latest craze, adult video games so you have a choice of flat rates pay top cpm pps rev share ppl and on it goes just go to adultforce.com today and check them out yeah
1: so you don't have a lot of dinner space left then let's say so yeah well, if people want to jump in on that they better do it soon
2: yeah get so, their
1: full yeah. tables and i
2: mean i have a few extra tables and there's always going to be extra seats here and there with sponsors but i don't want to put the burden on sponsors to have to invite someone because they waited too long. So I mean, people know yeah. how it goes. If if you want to watch the show for free, you can. I mean, you can go there early. You can hang out, have cocktails with everyone, and then sit in the balcony and watch the show up there. You just don't get dinner and you don't get open bar.
1: Uh, but this yeah. way, this way, people aren't being left out. So and it's a beautiful venue, done. We cannot speak enough about that venue. That is a historical place where all the dirtiness is going down, and <laughs> they don't even know. About it. Exactly. So. Yeah, where one of the few times a year, you know, that those beautiful tables with the white linen and a flashlight, that is just yes. like the perfect thing when you eat food. <laughs>
2: exactly. Although we don't have yeah. flashlight this year, uh, actually, Turpon, Turpon stepped up and took the uh, Platinum sponsorship, so uh, they're going to be the ones that basically stepped in their shoes. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, if you uh, go to whynotawards.com, you'll see all the other sponsors. We've got a lot of studio support. A lot of Romanian support this year, which, you know, I I can't say how much I appreciate that. And voting. When do we vote? Voting has already started underway. It commenced on July 10th. Uh, We have already had here. I mean, yeah, here it is several, not even several days later, a few days later. uh, There's already been a few hundred people who have either signed up or logged in and voted. And I anticipate anticipate we're going to go well over a thousand votes, maybe even 1500 this year, as far as individuals. And then um, Mm. all they need to do is go to whynotid.com and sign up for an account. Uh, Or Mm. if they're already an account holder on WhyNot, they can just go to whynotawards.com, click vote, and it'll ask them to log in. And we've got 34 categories that people can vote in, all ranging in various sectors of B2B, with a few model categories thrown in. But uh, Mm.
1: the only people that can vote are those who are actively involved in the industry now. It's a little bit different from the other ones, you know, because if you have seen on the other award pages, they... Can say we have millions and billions of votes, and that's what they are saying. But this is right. actually you have one time that you can vote is um, in this uh, Why Not Award, and uh, there's only one vote per person. So, right. But you, of course, you can try to sign up. Like in Bowtie Digital, we have uh, 1,500 employees at the moment, so I just mm-hmm. need to register all of those accounts just to make sure that we get all all the votes in. Right. Right. So uh, it's going to be 1,500 bowtie digital votes. (laughs) So, yeah, I was lucky enough to be nominated, I'd see. Yep. Thomas
2: Scaviland is nominated for uh, Industry Representative representative of the Year, which, you know, I mean, you are. You're a great representative. You totally are indicative of what we have in this industry. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Wish you all the best.
1: So, yeah. That, it's, that is uh, about it, but uh, let's let's talk a little bit about pouring Coffee, and yes, we are soon running up to 50 episodes, and um, uh, the episodes have not been as weekly as we uh, hoped it was, uh, there's been a lot of traveling lately, and there's been a lot of stuff going on, yeah. but we are kicking it back in, and we are now uh, recording episodes, and they will come out weekly once we pack them up a little bit. So before the shows in September we definitely have passed uh, 50 and hopefully many many more we we have not ended there is still a lot of interesting people that we want to talk to and uh, totally. our industry is ever changing uh, as many know it's definitely some brains to pick uh, here uh, and hopefully we'll learn a thing or two about it so that is that uh, yeah even now next week you are going to one of the biggest toy conferences in uh, in America right yeah
2: I'll be going to the uh, A.N.M.E. Founders Show in Burbank, California, which is one of the largest novelty expos in the United States. Uh, It's designed for manufacturers, uh, toy store owners, and um, distributors. And uh, I'll be obviously going there for Why Not? because uh, we run novelty news on our site. I just want to get people used to submitting their press releases to us. And hopefully Mm -hmm. picking up some Why Not Mail accounts as well, since a lot of people in the novelty industry are currently using Why Not Mail as their email platform, given that, you know, things like MailChimp or Constant Contact or whatever they're using don't allow adult products or porn. Mm -hmm. Uh, So sooner or later, they're going to get caught and they're going to get kicked off, and that's never an issue with us. In the novelty industry, there's a thing called the Big Five. These are the biggest novelty companies, perhaps, in the world. Some Mm -hmm. of them use us. And then as far as, like, a lot of the other guys... Doesn't matter how big or small their email accounts are, as long as it's a clean
1: account and they're a legitimate company,
2: they can do business
1: with Why Not Mail. And also, if you want to learn more about Why Not Mail, we have a, we have an episode right with Richard. Yeah, so exactly. We can go back in time and um, read about it. or listen to that one if you want to learn more about how important that yes. is. So yeah, I think that's what we have for this uh, in betweener. Let's call it in betweener. It was episode. a very good in betweener. Yes. Uh, I like the in-betweeners. So maybe we should do them uh, more often. A little bit more in-betweeners. So uh, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening into this podcast. And uh, hopefully we will get our next new episode out for you next week. In the meantime, yeah, remember to uh, work hard, be good to people, and try not to get lost or killed. Great advice.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week.